We are going to be using a passage in which Jesus reveals himself as the Messiah, the Son of God who was sent to save sinners. So if you have your Bibles, will you turn to John chapter 2? We're going to be looking at verses 18 and 19 today. The setting here is that Jesus has come to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. He's observing the Passover But by this time, um, Israel has departed very badly and very widely from God's design for them as his chosen people. And one place where this was most obvious was the way they used the temple. The Jews, the religious leaders of the day, had taken the temple that God had designed and the system of worship that God had designed that would show them their need for a savior, and they had replaced that system and they replaced a system with something that they imposed upon the people that were under them. And this system was designed to make them very wealthy men. In verse 14, we see that men are working in that system, and they are selling animals, and they are exchanging money in the temple that God designed where his name should be worshipped. Jesus sees this in verse 15, and he responds with a righteous holy anger. He fashions a whip, and then he uses it to drive everybody out of the temple. Let's read verses 18 and 19 together, and as we do, just take note of how Jesus reveals himself as the Son of God. The Jews then said to Jesus, what sign do you show us as your authority for doing these things? And Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days, I will raise it up. So the religious leaders ask him, what sign do you show us? This was not a genuine question on their part. This was more a response to the threat that they see that Jesus poses to their corrupt leadership. But Jesus' response tells them everything about what authority he possesses. He tells them, destroy this temple, and in three days, I will raise it up. Jesus is speaking of the temple of his body. He's not speaking of Herod's temple that they're standing inside of. Jesus is saying, I have the authority, I have the capacity to raise myself from the dead. Elsewhere in John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus is more clear. He says, I have the authority to lay down my life, and I have the authority to take it up again. Whereas all other men are weak and they are subject to death, I will overcome death. Notice that Jesus himself is the active agent in all of this. He doesn't say that death will be overcome for me. He says, I will undergo a bodily resurrection, and I will overcome death. And that is how I will show you that I am the Son of God. And that is the authority that I have for doing these things. So that's how we want to remember Jesus this morning. The man who, because of his position and his bodily resurrection proved himself to be the Son of God. But as we look at verse 19, we see two benefits for the believer in the work that Jesus performed for us in our place. We see at the beginning of the sentence, when he says, destroy this temple, he's talking about his suffering on the cross in the place of everybody who would believe for him and believe in him, everybody who would acknowledge that he is the only one who possesses the righteousness that they need to be counted right before God. So Jesus frees 
the Christian from the penalty of their sin. And at the end of the verse, we see how Jesus frees the penalty, the Christian, from the power of sin. He says, I will raise my body up. I will raise myself. Romans chapter 6 tells us that the Christian who is united with Jesus in his death and in his resurrection has the ability to walk in newness of life, and sin is no longer master over them. They are no longer a slave to sin. So there the Christian has the benefit in Jesus' resurrection that sin no longer has power over them. So the way that's important to us this morning is we look back at our week. We see all of the things in our life that Jesus died for. So in a moment when the men come out and distribute the elements, if you're a believer and you're a follower of Christ, take an opportunity to look back at the course of the last week and identify all of the things with which Jesus died for you. Take those before the Lord if you haven't already done so and confess them to him and agree that Jesus' death on your behalf was sufficient for you. Then look forward to this week. Remember that as a believer, you are believing in the one who raised himself from the dead. He raised himself from the dead so that we can walk in newness of life. Look forward to this week that God has given you the ability to walk in the newness of life. If you're here this morning and you are not a follower of Jesus, you need to understand that God has one and only one way that sinners are reconciled to himself. And that is by that sinner trusting in the person of Jesus Christ as Jesus hung on a cross in place of everybody who would trust in him. And when the sinner places their trust in Jesus, the righteousness of Jesus is put into them. It's made a part of them. It's imputed into them. And that, and on that basis and that basis alone, God considers them right before himself. So as the men come and distribute the elements, if you are a follower of Jesus, uh, take the elements on your own after you've prepared your heart, and I will come and close our time together. Men come in service.